two best friends. We're pretty good friends. Separated by time and space. Talking about life. Dude, we just talk about bullshit. Hey man, you there? Yo, what's good? How's it going, man? Hey, it's Will. Calm back. Hey, it's a good time. Welcome back to The Ketchup, the podcast for fonder hearts everywhere. I am Will R. And I'm Noah Shore. Right off the bat, I need to issue a retraction for something we said in our last week's episode. Whoa, whoa. Something you said in last week's episode. You're right. I'm sorry. Right off the bat, I need to issue a retraction for something I said. I made a statement that uh, bees do not have legs. I have since found out from listeners, bees do have legs. So, I'm sorry to all bees and all no-legged people. Thank you. Why? How did that get by us? Obviously, bees have legs. Uh, it wasn't so obvious to me, apparently. <laughs> How'd that get by me? Yeah. <laughs> I, to this day, don't think bees have legs, so... In the initial concept note, we wrote that I was in charge of fact-checking all your bee claims, too, so I mm-hmm. apologize. Yeah, it's an equal fault. Yeah. More importantly... Um, you never came back on Skype last time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck happened? So, um, yeah, so two episodes ago, well, our last real episode, um, I abruptly had to hang up on Noah because I was getting a call from Washington, D.C., and this was captured on audio. Um, and so sorry for the drama, the cliffhanger, especially because it's probably way more important to me, um, than to anyone else, but <laughs> I actually received a job offer that I've been waiting for, um, and I'm really excited, and it's a big deal, um, because I'm moving to Washington, D.C., uh, from Providence, so the second season of The Catch-Up will be, uh, <laughs> whatever, season two, Washington, D.C. And season two, Noah stays in the same state. Um, yeah, so interestingly, like, I, like, part of what got me this job in dc was like a final earnest attempt at making it back to new york um so so the the silver lining on not getting back to new york um which i which i did want to do uh is that the the theme of the ketchup remains did you look at the wrong map no i kind of just i mean it was kind of all this nebulous process of like okay if i if i'm getting on the job market like if i want to go back to new york i need to get back on the job market it's like okay i'm back on the job market and then like this thing came up and i mean it's i'm psyched right like it's not at all moving from like one job to another job that i feel similarly about um you know you know this, Noah, but listeners don't know this. Like, I was I was pretty depressed at my old job. Uh, I was not good at it, which was really my fault for taking a job that I was going to be really bad at. <laughs> but when you're really bad at something for so long, it gets really hard to fake, and it gets really sad and shitty. Um, and then this new one is just, like, it's, it's just great. It's just exactly what I need at a really cool company. Um, and I'm excited. That's awesome. I'm uh, – full disclosure, listeners, I did know this already. I've – if you think I just didn't follow up with Will after the Skype <laughs> via text about what happened. Um, but I'm very happy we got it recorded. Um, I'm a little pissed you walked out of the room for the rest of that phone call. So the funny thing is that I had zero reason to walk out of the room. Like <laughs> I was in one 
closed private room and I just walked out and walked upstairs to like a different closed private room. Like there was something psychological about like. Well, yeah, I was technically there, I guess. You know, it wasn't private. Yeah, I feel like it was more. It wasn't so much like you. I, I don't know. There's just like I wanted to insulate something about this call because like all my other calls from the like 201 area code are like, you know, high stress, like interview type calls. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then I was kind of banking on like you asking me any questions that you think a listener might want to hear. Kind of like, uh, you know how like Watson and Sherlock, like Watson's the dumb one that never gets it so that Sherlock has someone to explain it right. to. Who am I in this scenario? Well, I'm Sherlock. Oh, okay. Well, no, there wasn't a smart dumb distinction here. Oh, I just Okay. <laughs> it was more like I want to use you as a character to explain things to. But maybe I explained it all. I mean, I feel like if anybody's curious, they can just ask me. I do have a question. When you got that phone call, was, did you like were you able to think for a split second? Did you know it was going to be an offer? So, I did so poorly on my final interview that up until the word where he said he was extending me an offer, I was prepared for being denied. And I had been, I had, so actually my final interview was that day, earlier that day, and I had prepared all day mentally. Um, Honestly, I did, it wasn't even, I didn't prepare mentally for being shut down. I accepted that I was shut down. So Mm. really when I got the, when I got the call, it was more just a pleasant surprise. I waited 20 minutes on Skype. Yeah, sorry about that. Just to, no, 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 I, because I wanted like a pure reaction from you recorded when you got back. And then you were taking so long that I thought like, oh, fuck, he didn't get it. And then I was like, I don't want to record him being depressed and being like, I got to go. Oh, I'm wait, did we, did we record a conversation after that? Uh, we just recorded like, um, you asked what the last thing we did was, and we were wrapping up that, uh, criticism segment and then you at you said like all right i'm gonna go and i was like yeah let's not do a goodbye you you came back for like a second and then we were like all right that's the end of the episode yeah yeah got it well yeah i got it i'm psyched uh so the whole last week i was down in dc uh getting a feel for the company and getting a place i got a place in four days that's crazy i was super aggressive with like all these craigslist landlords I was just like, nope, I'm leaving soon. I need to come by tonight. <laughs> and I got a place and it's awesome. That's insane because I just signed a lease in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. But the process for us took two months. We saw so yeah. many places. Like the fact that you you got the job offer and got a house before I had even saw the house that I just signed on. Yeah. I mean, also, so we had a couple different things going. Like you... Like, I need to get the fuck down there, right? Like, right, I think if right. you needed if, if you needed to find a dorm room and, like, figure it out, you know, yeah, like, that's you true. could find a place. Um, you, you had the privilege of being a bit more picky, which I am going to do. So this is actually, I signed, like, a six-month sublet so that, like, once my feet are under me down there and I know, like, anything about D.C., then I can figure out where I actually want to live. Oh, nice. That's smart. Yep. I also didn't want to like, so I live with a good friend here, right? Like I didn't want to like take the fucking dining room table and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> um, um, how, are you living with a roommate? I'm living with like four. Oh, it's wow. a huge house though. And they're all like professional and cool. Like they have a Google sheet for utilities. And I was like, these are people that I can live oh. with. <laughs> oh shit. It's like for you. It's yeah. It's just like, <laughs> well, it's like, I'm no longer living in like a college house with college roommates. It's like they're 
courteous. So yeah. and then so I also it's like a finished basement. And I have my own entrance and my own bathroom and stuff. So it's nice. it's good. Yeah, it's it's That's awesome. Well, I'm very happy for you. That was great. Yeah. Can you ask uh, what my position is? I've tried and I didn't understand it, so I was weary of doing it again. But wary of doing it again. Um, what's your position? CEO. Support for the catch-up and the following message is brought to you by Fucking Up at Work. Do you want your boss to know that everything you said in the interview was a lie? Do you want to be constantly stressed out about your source of income? Try Fucking Up at Work. Alright, so I was googling old time phrases as I want to do. <laughs> Wait, how, how does one get into this? What do you mean? So, did you come across an old timey phrase. I don't even. Sorry. No. I'm just gonna let you go with this. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. It's just a hobby. I have. Old timey phrase like four score and seven years ago. No, like outdated sayings. Like okay. You know, I, I actually I heard one last week and I can't remember what it is, but I heard one and it got me thinking. And so I was trying to find all of these. Um, so I thought we oh, could just go address... to oldtimeysayings.com. <laughs> More or less, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there were like w- little wikis on stuff, but I thought I could read some with you and, you know, we're not going to play a game because we can't always fall back on that, but I thought we would just discuss some of them. <laughs> sure. Um, so I found one that I like, I tried to find them without the meanings so I could figure out what the meanings were, but okay. I, this one, I just couldn't understand. Um, so if you excuse me, I have to go iron my shoelace. <laughs> I'm just gonna go head out and iron my shoelaces. Iron my shoelaces. And, and God you, damn it! And you don't know what that means? No, I know what it means now. Can I guess? Sure, you can guess. Okay, like this is so. This is such a stretch. But like, you know, I, what, I don't know what the fuck this is. Is it like a phrase that you would say if you were like embarrassed? No. Okay, so I was thinking that, like, maybe someone who'd had their shoelaces untied for a while and, like, just realized it ha- would have to go iron them because they were all stepped <laughs> on and stuff. No, this is, like, <coughs> the same way you would say drain the lizard. I um, have no idea what that means. You're excu- You've never heard of drain the lizard? No. Is that, like, a weird... That's a common one. Okay, we run in very different circles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I run in 1920s gangster circles, so... Okay, what is draining the lizard? Excuse yourself to the bathroom. Like, I'm going to go iron my shoes. Yeah, draining the lizard has... That's what the draining lizard- the lizard means. Yeah, but draining the lizard has, like... Okay, so you're draining a thing, and if your phallus is a lizard, I guess that makes uh- sense. <laughs> Why, like, what? <laughs> How does ironing your shoelace come into it? I guess the shoelace would be the genitalia. And ironing it is, like... <laughs> it's, like, sh- shaking it out or something? Out yeah. <laughs> okay, that's weird. But I get uh, it. The next one I thought was nice was, um, Will, you're a real gentleman of four outs. Is that like a cheater? Uh, no. Um, so if you were to assert to me that you were a gentleman, I would say, yes, a gentleman of four outs. Without wit, without money, without credit, and without manners. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, wit. Money, credit, manners. Yep, that's altogether accurate in this context. Checks as well. out. Yeah, yeah. 
Try putting what? down a security deposit when you didn't get your old one back. You'll know what I mean. <laughs> um, and then a lot of them were weird, creepy ones about making out with girls. So when you said, like, earlier on, you were like, yeah, I'll have this segment about, like, old-timey sayings. I was like, these are all going to be rapey. <laughs> like, and I'm glad that they haven't been so far, but I feel like so much old slang is just, like, not sensitive. To, it's all just like, ha-ha, we're going after women as objects. Yeah, um, so if uh, if a girl tried to make out with you, so all these assume that the girl wants to kiss you, and you never want to kiss the girl. The girl always wants to kiss you. Okay. And if you, if a girl tried to kiss you and, and you didn't want to, you would say, sorry, babe, bank's closed. <laughs> As in, you're the bank. <laughs> and what you give out is kisses. And Yeah, I got it. Okay. I, I got the joke. Um, and I actually just took a sip of dog soup. What's that? A glass of water. These are... I'm glad that these have been depreciated. It's no wonder that I don't know these, because they all suck. <laughs> um, so, would you say that right now, since you put a lot of money down, that right now you're squeezing quarters so tight that the eagle screams? Oh, I like that, because that makes sense. Yeah, that's a nice one. Yeah, assuming that... Yeah, I guess the eagle would scream. I, I was thinking that you might you might have to hold it a certain way to get the eagle to scream, but then I realized it's not a real eagle. No, yeah. And not all quarters have eagles now, so... And not all eagles have quarters. Oh, yeah, actually. All of the new, all of the 50-state quarters don't have eagles. Yeah, so that, you can really tell that's outdated. Yeah. Um, a couple more. Rode hard and put away wet. <laughs> uh like travel a long time i have no idea the way someone looks or feels when they've had a hard time of it even the definition for that is an old <laughs> as an old timey phrase had a hard time of it oh, the way someone looks or feels when they've had a hard time of it yeah 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 a lot of them were horse metaphors too yeah yeah i don't really know why <laughs> well they were the primary form of transportation for a long time I heard yeah. I heard a really good phrase recently that was like about innovating and they were like we don't want to build faster horses we want to build cars. <laughs> Isn't that good? Nice, that is good. Yeah. Um okay, now this one is super racist. Are you sure you want to record this for the whole world to hear? Yeah, no. I mean, I didn't come up with it. It was an actual phrase. Okay, all right. That's mighty white of you. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, like, really good. And oh, real, oh, like that. Yeah, like really proper and in good standing and fair and... Because uh, yeah, because things that are not white are not proper in good standing or fair. I get it. Do you know what era that's from? Because it could have been, like, any, right? Like, like 2,000 years to, like, 15 years ago, maybe. But even some people still say shit like that, so... I actually think that was from Trump's inauguration speech. Oh, yeah. yeah gotcha. That hasn't happened yet. Compl- complimenting the Secret Service. I'll actually be down there for the inauguration. Nice. Yep. Are you going to participate? Uh, I don't know what my life is going to look like. I currently have to figure out what the fuck I'm doing with my moped. Either does the nation. Yeah. So yeah. We're, we're the same that way. <laughs> I meant they have to figure out what to do with their moped as well. Oh, oh gotcha. Yeah. I'm selling a moped. It's on Craigslist. Nobody wants it. All right, this isn't the plug section. 
Support for the catch-up and the following message is brought to you by Will's moped that's on sale on Craigslist. It's for $500, and you should buy it. I need your help, Noah. What's up? Where does it hurt? So, it hurts a little bit everywhere. Okay, I have just the thing. So, you know that I am one to get stir-crazy. And I'm done at my old job, but my new job doesn't start until January 3rd. So, what should I do for the next couple of weeks? Oh, boy. Um, I mean, I have a couple things, you know, non-important things like learning new software and, like, internalizing the values of the new company and stuff like that. But all that can pretty much be done in, like, a day. Oh, yeah. That's so, all bullshit, too. You don't need that. I've got, like, yeah, it's just to cover my ass. So, I've got, like, three weeks minus one day, and I have no idea what to do. And I know that I don't want to be fat for all the cool people at my new job, so I can't just eat all day. Okay. Uh, that really puts a problem into most of what I was going to suggest. Yeah, because most of what I do is work and eat. Right. I have a couple suggestions. Please tell me. Number one, prank call your old job. Oh, man. That is not a thing that I should do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fine. For okay. so many reasons. But they don't, you know, you don't have to use your name. I was thinking the funny, oh God, I didn't want to talk about my old job at all on the podcast. But one thing that I was thinking would be really funny is if I just applied to my old job. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, sorry. Uh, I want to come back. But I know that I caused some inconvenience, so I'll I'll reapply. I'm going to go through the proper channels. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, well, if that doesn't work, I also have... Text your friends saying what's up at hours that you know are inconvenient for them. Oh, it seems like I've already been pretty good at that. Oh, no, I had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) My participation in our group chat has already gotten up like 300%. (laughs) Number three is exercise. Your right to stay in bed and eat nachos. Up top. (laughs) Am I right, folks? I really, really want that. So I, today is Monday, and I, like, started my, like, okay, let's get nice and fit, because I had a couple too many chins going on, and, you Mm. know, starting a new thing. Um, And I had, like, a salad for lunch and a salad for dinner, and all I can think about is food. I'm, like, not doing well. I, yesterday, was like, I'm going to start eating healthy, because I've I've not been doing it. It's hard, man. But that's my other podcast. It's hard enough for me to get to the gym consistently, and it's about 300 times harder for me to stop eating a lot. I know. I, I Me too. Especially, like, my first step was like, okay, let's stop eating after, like, 10 p.m. But it's still, dude, it never is my life, dude. How am I supposed to stop eating after 10 p.m.? That's like, stop living after 10 p.m. <laughs> Although, I will say, you went to the gym before this, and I went on a run, so. Yeah, we're killing it. We're killing it. Um... My two other suggestions are look in the mirror and ask yourself what you've become. Nice. And then number five is get a job. Hmm. So do I need do I so do you mean like get another new job just in case? Because like more is better, right? Like classical economics tells us more is better. So just more jobs. The more you can get and lucky for you, it's super easy to get jobs right now. So um there was a conversation that I heard in the office, um, and this woman was asking this guy, like, 
okay, so he had said, like, oh, I want to w- wait to quit my part-time job before I do this other thing. And she was like, oh, like, what's your part-time job? And he was like, oh, like, I work for, uh, like, raw rolling papers. She was like, uh, wrapping paper? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't really, like, know what it was. And then she was like, how big are they? Like, in reference to the company and, like, this other guy who's, like, smart ass was like, you know, like, 3.5 inches. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was funny. He, like, does brand strategy for raw rolling papers. Wow. So maybe that's the type of thing that I should get as like a side hustle. You know, if there's one company that doesn't need rebranding, it's raw rolling papers. I was going to say, I think that they're pretty, I'm not sure they need re, like rebranding, but there's still strategy there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that they're well-branded. Yeah, I agree. I, I guess. Ooh, that's another idea. I could brand myself. Oh, yeah. Like, like a cattle brand, like with a W. Oh, I thought you meant like just redesign who you want to be. <sighs> nah, I'm good. I'm the fullest version of myself. Okay, but if you take any suggestion, that's the one you should take. Rebrand myself? Yeah. Should I dye my hair blonde? Yes. Should I grow a mustache? M&M it up. Should I grow a mustache? No. Cool, because I can't really grow a mustache anyway. That's good. Well, actually, I can, but it takes, like, two months, and if I came into my new job with only a one-month mustache, it wouldn't look very good at all. No. Well, I don't know what else to do. Yeah, let's see. I think that I will... Oh, I got a book. I'm going to read this book about the Brooklyn Bridge because I have it tattooed on my body, so I want to know a little bit more about it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. When When they ask about it at your new job. When you take off your shirt. Interesting. Yeah, right when I take off my shirt. Interestingly enough, in 1934, the Brooklyn Bridge was only a shadow of its former self. <laughs> um, uh, that's that's it's the same idea of, like, I read up on Wu-Tang after I got a Wu-Tang Clan tattoo. Mm. Yeah. And I read up about the sins of getting tattoos, so I didn't do it. Yeah, because you can't get buried in a Jewish cemetery. That's right. And I'm banking on that, so... <laughs> Can't wait to be in that cemetery. <laughs> Anything else? No. Practice self love. Alright, I'm gonna go start this way too long book on the Brooklyn Bridge. I only saw the cover on Amazon, I didn't see how thick it was. Oh, would you have bought it otherwise? I don't know. Probably, but I, I would have been more mentally prepared to get through this thing. Okay, well, when you get two pages in and stop, text me. Will do, buddy. See ya. Bye. The Catch-Up is Will R. and Noah Shore, with executive production by Noah Shore. Our intro music is by Headlong Snipers, and our outro music is by Skirt. Thanks to our sponsor, The Paperclip from Microsoft Office.